Okay, so we're back with the Juvie Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. Are you happy? Am I happy? Well, I don't know. I'm happy as the next man, I guess. I don't laugh all day long like an idiot, if that's what you mean. And, of course, you know who that came from. Hey, hey, hey. With us tonight is the Joe Cherry. The guy with the soundboard. Yeah, I didn't bring it last time, so... I, uh, when I, when you guys brought up this topic, I, that's the first thing that popped into my head was that's from Tombstone. It's a pretty obscure moment from Tombstone. Nobody, you know, it is, I wouldn't have put it there. <laughs> no, everyone, you know, I'm your Huckleberry and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, there's some popular ones from that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. The topic tonight is what does happiness mean? And this comes directly from Adam. Yeah. So we're going to blame him if it all goes sideways, but you Just don't need to know that in my now. head. Yeah. It was great. Thought, why not? Yes. Yeah. You know, we mess around with a lot of crazy topics such as donuts and, and obviously a lot of sports and stuff. I don't think we've ever There's done nothing one crazy about donuts. I mean, we've been beating around the bush for years now. I guess it's finally time we tackle the big, you know, the big questions. Right. The big questions. Yeah. We've, <laughs> We're almost to 100 episodes. We've so been, we've this been is dancing. 99. Yeah, this is 99. I think we got to, you know, step it up a little bit, maybe get some more thoughts, uh, thought-provoking questions going. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, why not tackle something like, what does happy mean? And this is obviously very subjective. It's very much just our own op- op- opinion of what's, you know, going on. Well, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines it. No, I'm sorry. I've never. <laughs> you never don't have that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you guys were going to come prepared with that. <laughs> no. Apparently not. That's the 10th that's the, uh, grade research paper. Right. <laughs> it starts with Merriam-Webster's Diction, uh, definition of the word, you know, fill in the blank. Um, well, I didn't bring that either, but um, let's uh, we can start off with uh, an easy, an easy question to kind of dip us into the the topic. But just simply, what you know, ev- everyone has different things that make them happy. Um, I think it's like what motivates you in your life, you know, kind of thing, and um, kind of pushing towards being happy. So, what makes you guys happy? Is it is it money? Is it love? Talk about maybe just your experience of just maybe the differences between those and your, you know. Well, money for sure. Material possessions. Uh, what little fame I have managed to achieve in my life. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Recognition from other people. I like where you're going. Yeah. Those, I mean, they're the big things. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Approval from uh, strangers. Likes on Facebook. I mean, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's where that's, happiness lives. Right there. Just, that's the where happiness lives. The thrill you get and the yeah. goosebumps, you know, when you start getting all those likes. Likes, the thumbs up. Yeah. Life doesn't get any better. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, it's a tricky one for me. Uh, I mean, I don't. It's funny. I actually have thoughts about happiness and, and they kind of stem from, I think it's a bit of a red herring, frankly. Um, for all those who don't know what that means, it's, it's a way of saying, I think, you know, the, the pursuit of happiness, which everyone knows that phrase and some people know the movie. Uh, but it's, it's, when I say it's a red herring, I mean, it's a little bit of a, Hey, look over here, you know, a distraction. I don't think the pursuit of happiness, so to speak, is something that is real. I don't think you can pursue happiness. I don't think it's something to be pursued or to be, uh, sought after or, or, you know, whatever synonym for pursued might right be. <laughs> uh and in that case maybe it's not something that's like uh, something you're going to like you said materially get or like a situation that's going to change in your life that's going to make you happy but no. more along the lines of it could be that you're just your you have to change your mindset on life to maybe become more blissful you know yeah like i mean get, there's get a more lot of different out of it yes yes and there's a lot of different versions and i'm i'm sure we'll touch on some of them but just in general, that, that whole idea of what can you do to make yourself happy, especially, you know, when it comes to accomplishments or whatever, things like that, it's, I don't know, it just feels like oh, the older I get, the, the more that's not the point. Right. You know what I mean? Like you'll be happy and you won't be happy. I mean, I was definitely happy the last time my team won a basketball game. Sure. I'm not saying happiness doesn't exist. I'm just saying, I don't know that you can go out and seek it 
or you certainly can't do it in a way that's going to be lasting or or that meaningful. I don't think. I haven't figured it out anyway, which yeah. You know, <laughs> it doesn't say much. I was thinking about it earlier and it seems like maybe there's layers of happiness, yeah. you know, like in your life and then different things that you would almost like prioritize within happiness, you know? So if you had, you know, um, you got, exa- you got to work and, and the day was amazing. It's still, you probably weren't happy if, you know, your dog died that morning or something like that. Sure. Very, you know, morbid, but you know, like that's, it's, it, you know, regardless of how, you know, on any other day that maybe would have made you happy. Your day went well. Yeah. I think the thing that you can, you know, it's, there's no one size fits all of course, but that you can replace if you're going to pursue something is, is uh, purpose or meaning in life. I think, and uh, this isn't my revelation. I've, you know, this has been talked about many times by many smarter people well, right than me. now. It is, yours. <laughs> but it's, you know, if you, if you find a purpose and you have a meaning and you, you know, responsibility is one of the main things that does that, right? Your your life and your responsibility, and you and you're set your goals on that. What can you do to be a you know a good contributor to society, or good, you know all right. the all the tropes and all the cliches, the family man or the the good employee or whatever. That then happiness will tend to find you, and then it. But it's also it's fleeting. It'll be gone the next moment. It comes and it goes. So to chase it seems a bit silly to me. Well, I think that's true. Uh, you know, the pursuit of, of happiness, you're pursuing a feeling, I guess. Yeah, I you guess. Know, you're, you're pursuing something that you believe is there. If I do this, this will make me happy. But until you get there, you don't know if that's going to make you happy. Right. You know, so it's... it's is the grass greener. Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, it is, is, is the end of this journey what's going to make you happy? Right. You know, to me, happiness is more in the moment and so, now at this point in my life. And it's, so I think what I'm saying is, is your journey shouldn't be toward happiness. I think your journey should be toward whatever purpose you feel moves you and whatever meaning you feel moves you. And then enjoy all the happiness that comes your way along the is way. like a byproduct of that, maybe? Uh, you would hope so. You know, that would be nice, wouldn't it be? Yeah. You know, but, you know, you're also going to have suffering that's unavoidable. Life is suffering. So... I think it's more important to live the kind of life that will help you endure that suffering and then enjoy whatever happiness comes your way, but so don't make that the happiness. Well, it's like your, your really good day at work that, you know, once you get home, you find out your dog died, you know, okay. So at what point, you know, is there a moment where happiness turns into a different emotion, obviously, because things are going to affect you. Right. So yeah, it's, it's a bizarre concept. And, you know, to me, it's also something that people spend a lot of time trying to create for someone else. If you can't figure out what makes you happy, how in the world can you figure out what makes someone else happy? I know. And that's the down part about being, I always have called myself a people pleaser, right? So Mike, I'm always trying to make everyone else happy around me and create, get that feeling from you guys, you know, like that's, that's the weird thing for me. I think that is very interesting about diving deeper into this topic is, you know that in, in some ways it's easier to try to make someone else happy than make yourself happy because there's a yeah. connotation if you're doing things to make yourself happy you're selfish yeah <laughs> okay i guess so yeah i mean yeah. well there's all these stigmas along with with the idea of happy okay so making someone else happy all right you know so now you've made that person happy so you're successful in that and now you're happy because you made them happy what a mess. Well, if that if that's all true and that all works, then it's fine, I guess. But what do you, I guess what do you mean? It'll go back to your question, which is I don't <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I don't have a whole lot of high hopes we're just gonna answer it, you know, definitely. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't feel like no. I mean that's as I think that's the beautiful thing about this topic is that it could be an ongoing question forever. I think I think that's yeah. been proven by humanity throughout <laughs> the ages. Yes. And of course, everyone want to know, wants to know our take on yeah. that, right? And well, well, and that's the reason that I pointed out that this was your idea of a topic <laughs> because <laughs> it's going nowhere. Next, <laughs> the secret about? of life. This is yeah. great. <laughs> is it thought? No, it yeah. is. It is a good topic, and it's fun, and it's. Uh, it's just, I don't know if ethereal is the right word, but I want to say ethereal. Well, it's, it is a, if it's not the right word, it's a great word. Well, at least we're there right now. After the few more questions, we'll see where we go with all of And this, I really okay? wish that Adam would have tried to say ethereal because <laughs> I want to know what he would have came up with. 
uh, ethereal. <laughs> oh, see, there he goes. Yeah, well, but he easy, got bailed out. Easy to say now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for bailing me out. Yeah. yeah, sure. Um, okay, so, you know. So, the, to answer your question, I don't know. You have no yeah, idea. We, Perfect. We, yeah, we're clueless. Money, fame, power. Yeah, right. All the important things, right? So, um, what are what are so in that sense switching over to again just the feeling what are some some places that make you happy yeah so i'll go i'll settle on i guess happy would you know joy pleasure you know the opposite of misery that's yeah you know okay fine uh you know places uh i really seem to enjoy myself or feel lighter or more carefree in forests you know yeah Whenever okay. I spend time in forests, and I don't necessarily the even nature. mean, yeah, you know, I don't even necessarily mean pine forests of you know my childhood, and, you know, or up north, but like, uh, yeah, even the desert, I guess, would qualify nature. Like, uh, I used to hate the desert, and now I actually quite enjoy it out away from the city, you know, at night in right. particular. But uh, yeah, the, those those environments, as far as a place goes, or uh, you know, going and doing something fun is always fun. <laughs> That makes me quote unquote happy, I guess. Right, going to top golf, Play, playing volleyball really is where I, I, what I look forward to the most each week in my re- regular daily life is to go play sand volleyball. Okay, yeah, activities. Is it yeah. is it the people that are there? Or it's is everything. It the, okay, yeah, it's the, I love playing, and I you know it's a sport, and everybody loves sports. So, right, uh, I'm not very good at it, but it's still fun. I'm good enough to compete, so I like competing, and now I'm doing it with my family. So I was, which I've always done, I guess, with my niece, who I used to play with all the time only, and I still play with, but now we're doing it a second night every week where it's uh, my wife and my two girls. Okay. And so, and we're bad and we get our butts <laughs> kicked every That's week okay. just about, but it is a lot of fun and uh, I don't know. I just find myself looking forward to that. I think everyone needs an outlet like that in their life. Mine's basketball. Yeah. Yours can be that. Kirsten, you know, she likes doing belly dancing. Literally, we're just having a conversation about that, about her getting back out and and doing that. Just having a place where you can go and just do something you want to do, I guess, with some people you like. Enjoy me. That, I think, is a key with people. I do do think that's a key because I... You know, it's not just my family that I'm spending time with. It's the team we're playing. It's the other people that are there. And everyone in that league is awesome. They're so nice. And they're, it's and I've been doing it for years now. So, hey, how's it going? You know, it's right the camaraderie of a, of a community. Well, the interesting thing about, you know, this podcast has always been about, you know, different generations. And I'm in a place where I always loved playing sports. And I played baseball and I played softball I played city league basketball which is what you you know Adam and Zachary are doing now and I'm at a point now where I can't play those sports anymore you know I I can't go out and play basketball as much as I would love to be out on the court with you guys it just doesn't it's not going to work and you know the same thing with softball and and some of those things so I've really enjoyed kind of transitioning into watching you know I go to the boys you know city league basketball games every week um I, I i go to max's baseball games and my grandson and alex's hockey when he played hockey and and so being supportive brings me happiness you know i, I remember when you know when zachary played football in high school there was always that connection that you know when he came out on the field and he looked up in the stands and saw me there seemed to be just kind of a relaxation and it goes back to when i was a kid and i was playing and my father would show up sometimes and then he'd leave, you know, and you look up where he's supposed to be and he's not there. So I want to not be that guy, you know. So happiness really stems from being there and enjoying, you know, their adventures in sports. And it's not because you like watching nine-year-olds swing and miss for the 400th time. Oh, my time. God, it's so painful. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Max, but the, he's 10 and yeah. and he, he's one of the better players on his team. Uh. And he, he does a good job. And, he, and this year, or this last season, because they have fall and spring, you know, he started playing catcher because he's one of the few kids on the team that can catch. And we really worked hard at it. But it's it's painful to watch. Yeah, that level is – it's it's funny because sometimes it's, they, you do get good players. And two years from now, you're going to be – he'll be – if he's still playing, he'll be in straight-up Little League and – those are good players and it'll be fun. Yeah. You know, I just, but he enjoys it. Yeah. That's, that's the good part. Right. Cause I, my kids are both in sports, volleyball and my oldest does track and, and cross country. And it's, it is, 
it's not fun to watch just on its own, right? The sport itself. Yeah. I would never go and watch 12-year-old girls play volleyball. It's it's not that good. They're they're okay, but it's not no. the, you know, whatever, but watching your kids do stuff that they enjoy. That yeah, of course. That's a and cliche, that, but that's a real watching the event, you know, uh eventual blooper like pops oh yeah up, right yeah i mean getting a good chuckle is always <laughs> well and that's that's the key you know is the kids you know having somebody watch you play is always fun yeah right it's a thrill you know and again i don't want to harp on this too much but i the only time my father ever got joy that i was aware of from watching me play is if i did really well yeah that's and that's so a generational could, thing too he could he could brag on on his son making the all-star team or hitting the home run to win the game or things like that. And I just don't feel that way, you know? Right. I mean, it's, it's fun when, when your child or your grandchild does well, but it's more to me that, you know, they accomplish something. It's fun to watch them, yes, accomplish that, to, the, to watch them experience that, to watch your kid's face just light up involuntarily, right? Like, yeah. they, they can't stop it because whatever they just did made them so happy they're so pleased with themselves and their team and all that. And they're just the purest joy, the pure joyful look on a kid's face when they do something productive for their team. And there's someone there to share it with. Yeah. Them. And they look at you and you look at them. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's the big thing, you know, and, and that's, that's just one of the things that it just makes me happy being there and seeing the look on their face when they see that you're there. And, uh, that's one of the things that, that has always made me happy. I used to do the same thing with my brothers. I would drive, you know, an hour and a half on a Friday night to get over to the coast to watch Mike play football. Mm. It just, it's nice to have somebody there that appreciates your effort and what you're doing. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know. And to buy a beer after the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. Where that, real happiness lies. I'm talking about me with my kids. I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I totally understand what you're saying. Um. You know, I guess another place that, you know, I grew up on the coast, on the beach. And I think that, you know, there was a, a period of time where being on the beach was just kind of like old hat. It's just, you know, it's where I lived. It was right there. It was 50 feet from, from my bedroom was, was the beach. And uh, I'm finding now that I kind of wish, you know, that I could go back to the beach a little bit. Beaches are pretty sweet. Yeah. You know, I, I think that there's a, there is for me a serenity of the waves. Totally. Because they're just, they're nonstop. Constant, you know, right? it's just, it's just the generation of, of wave after wave after wave. And we're talking about the Pacific coast as opposed to the Atlantic where there isn't really much in the way of waves normally. Or like when we go to Mexico, yeah. you know, once in a while, the waves will come up and there'll be, you know, two foot waves and, you know, oh my gosh, let's get out in it. Body surfing waves. It's like, holy cow, it's huge. But the, you know, the, the waves in the Northwest are kind so, of substantial. So was, was your beach a pretty good beach? Like, uh, was it a long beach from, I mean, from the, from the water to the, you know, the edge of the beach? Was it a long ways or not really? There was a lot of, of tidal movement. Okay, so there would be negative tides, uh-huh. and the water would be way out. Oh, and okay. then you would have plus tides that the water would come right up almost to the bottom of the hill. Like the bluff. And we lived yeah. you know, right up, you know, it was probably an elevation of, of 50 or 60 feet up off the beach was the base of our property. What level of tides made you the happiest? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good question. Probably the, the low Well, tide. you know, it, 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 it totally depended uh, I used to love to, we used to call them skimboards. I don't know what they call them now. Yeah, they're skimboards. Yeah, skimboards. Okay, so you'd make your own skimboard and, and you'd go out. So you want a lower tide. You want the tide to be going out because when the tide goes out, then you have more of distance from that last wave to where the next wave is. Right. So when there's a big difference in tides, it's going out. So now you have a large area that's very shallow water because, you know, you want a couple inches of water at the most. And the beach that in front of the house was not a particularly deep drop off. So, mm. you know, it, it, it's not like Rocky Point where you can walk out, you know, 100 feet and be below your knees. There was enough of a decline in the, in the sand that, you know, if you went out 20 feet, you were waist deep. 
so for for skimboarding, you know, you, you liked that kind of tide. You liked a big change, and you liked it going out. One of the things that I reoccurring nightmares, which may be another topic for another time. I like it. That's going to be the next one. Yeah, I had all the time was the waves crashing on our deck. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Oh, yeah. The ocean coming all the way up the hill. Right. Uh, right. It was to a ways up the hill, too. You're almost to the top. It, yeah, 50 or 60 feet, you know. Um, so the waves not only... The the highest height I ever saw was right at the, the base of the, the hill. Right. So it would have to be another, you know, 50 or 60 feet just to get to our front yard. But, yeah, I would I would have reoccurring nightmares of of waves actually crashing on the deck on the front of the house up against the windows. Some tsunami stuff right so, there. Saw one tsunami, and all it was was the tide came in and went out and came in and went out. Normal size tides. Yeah. But three times in an hour. Did that make you happy? <laughs> kind of got off that, didn't I? Adam, <laughs> okay. Adam, Adam's that's, that's definitely uh, trying to steer back to the topic. <laughs> that's me. That's me. Okay. Um, and no. Because I didn't know what was going on. No. Yeah, it would have been cool to know at the time that what was actually happening. Also scary. But then the nothing came. So. Tsunami, tidal wave, just right. always was this giant wave. Sure, yeah. And it's not. It's, and it's and the in the 80s, coming. it was it was all tidal waves, quicksand, and killer bees, man. Right? Like, that was going to be, I was yeah. going one of those was three the ways. Come on, let's don't get off topic here, you know. <laughs> let's try to stay focused on happiness. Right. Okay. Well, I'm really happy I didn't and know I'll, that happened. I'm going to be quiet for a while. <laughs> well, no, that's, that goes perfect into the next question, is what do you do when you're not happy? You have recurring nightmares about tidal waves crashing on your front porch. Nightmares. <laughs> Things you... Do you try to make yourself happy? Do you well, ride it out? Do you like... Yeah, it's... I mean, for me, it goes back to... I'm not out... I'm not out there trying to be happy. Right. So... It's a different perspective. I love this. Nice, we all have different nice. perspectives. We really need to talk Joe and to start drinking. Drink. It's okay. No peer pressure here. Oh, it's fine. I get peer pressure every day, all day from every walk of life. (laughs) Uh, But it's, so I'm not, I'm not looking to do that anyway. It's just, I'm taking it when it comes. So when it's not there, I'm, I'm already, I know that's how life is and it's easier. It sounds easier than it is, but when you're not happy for whatever reason, yeah, you kind of just, you just, well, if there's a problem, then you address the problem hopefully. But you know, other than that, sometimes you address a problem and the, the, uh, the feeling stays for a little while right right at least for me you know i can have an argument with my wife that is resolved but i'm i it takes me a little bit longer just to kind of come off of that you know negative feeling and so you just i guess you wait it out or you because some people wouldn't even wait that out you know they would have to like attack it right away because it would eat them alive kind of yeah thing. it's hard sometimes when you when you feel bad when you're unhappy you really do want to try and figure out how to fix it as fast as possible yeah and that's good right obviously that's a good that's a good instinct but most of the time you know you just do kind of have to wake it up wait it out i guess totally I you Some, can, sometimes yeah i mean you can't force things to happen there's only certain things in this life you can control right so that's kind of what you're talking about is just do what you can control you know whether fix the issue yes. whatever it may be and kind of you know that hopefully that happiness will come it will that it's not hopefully it will it for sure will right right like even that's the thing about and i'm going way out of my depth here but you know when people are actually depressed clinically depressed that's the thing that they they don't feel that will ever come back. Yeah. That this is, it's never coming back. And my God, would you want to live in a world like that? Well, no. no. So trying to understand really f- that on a, a deep level that yes, it is coming back. That's important. So yeah, if I'm down or not happy, that's what I do. Try to just remind myself, look, it's coming. You're, you're going to be fine. You're not fine now. There's nothing you can do about it, but just hang tough. Well, whether you're depressed or not, you should watch Afterlife because it talks about that a lot. Okay. With Ricky Gervais. Oh, cool. And he's it's an amazing series on Netflix, um, three seasons, but talks a lot a bit about kind of that. Perfect. So I'm on it. Yeah. What do you do when you're not happy? Oh, I just that's a hypothetical in Steve's case. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just wallow in it, you know. Just hunker down and yeah. And just, you know, it's like, like basting a steak with butter, you know, you just mm, send that rosemary, just thyme. pour that unhappiness over the top of me and garlic, just live in it. Well, you can't be unhappy if garlic's involved, but 
Or butter. Yeah. yeah. Butter makes me happy. Both of them. Yeah, that's there, we there's saw, automatic whoa, happiness. Wait a second. We did solve it. Garlic and butter. And bacon. You're welcome, Garlic, everybody. Yeah. Food. Hey, that's actually a good... Uh, hey, we're getting to that. Oh, okay, good. Jeez. Sorry, I ju- jumped the gun. I stepped yeah. on Adam's list. Mr. Soundboard over here. <laughs> so, yeah, oh. you know, yeah, we need to find I something. I wish I was high on pot news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, now that we've talked about the depressing part of happy, um, what was the time that you were happiest? Happiest ever. Like, the top of the top. Like, well, I mean, and I'm not going to get offended at all, Dad, if you want to say, like, it wasn't when I was born. I get that. <laughs> I was I was pretty happy both times my it kids wasn't. were born. I was pretty happy when I got married. Actually, that one caught me off guard. I I knew that it was going to be a good day, but I was when once I was married. Like, not, yeah. I don't know what the exact moment was. Right. But w- there was a moment where I went, "I'm married," and what the hell did I wait so long for? This is great. Was it like? I mean, you just said you don't know, but like, would you say it was closer to like when you like signed the papers or when you like had the wedding? No, I think it was that day. I think it was the day of the wedding, like kind of basking in the after, you know, at the receptions, quote unquote. We just had some friends in 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 the forest (laughs) again. Uh, but it, yeah, it was just, I was just kind of standing there, I think probably. And you know, my friends were around, but it was not the situation that made me happy. It was that the fact that I was now married and that it was a weight off my, off my mind. Cause I, you know, it was kind of a stressful thing dating a girl for 10 years and not getting married. You know what I mean? That's yeah. I'm going up to six. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> but to be fair, <laughs> that was my first. So right. yeah, it it was uh yeah it was just a I don't know I was really I don't know if happy is the the right word or if it was just relieved or I was happy and yeah. I am still thankfully. Totally. I don't know if that's the happiest. I'll keep thinking about it, Steve. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> See if something else pops up. <laughs> just trying yeah. to buy you some time. Then. No, thanks for the lead in. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. No, I, I, you know, I think it, it, it's hard to say that made me the happiest because, you know, your, your life goes through so many, you know, different ups and downs. Yeah. And there are things that make you happy in the moment um, that you enjoy. Uh, one of the one of the times for me, as far as being happy was was the trip to Barbados yeah. because for business I had traveled a lot of places and I was always traveling by myself. Right. And I just remember sitting in a lot of airports, a lot of times seeing families that were on some adventure and how much fun they looked like they were having. So that trip, making it an adventure for all of the kids and, and just, you know, enjoying that, that made me happy that, yeah, that there were, you know, plans made and, and it was all worked out and it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't left to maybe it's going to be fun. Maybe it's not, you know, having things planned out, but you know, I mean, I can go, go back, you know, one of the, one of the nights that made me really happy, Joe, you were there was the, uh, Ooh. Zachary's football game. Oh yeah. 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 I you thought know? you were going to bring that up earlier. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, it was an ESPN broadcast, you know, so this is a, a, nationally televised high school football game right and zachary is a junior and he's playing defensive end you know or defensive tackle i think at that point it was tackle yeah and they they stopped him at the goal line i think it was chandler uh it was desert ridge desert Desert something anyway it was one of the you know they were a high-ranked team and well they had they had the superstar that I think ended up being hurt that game or something like that. He didn't that. play. He didn't, he didn't play. play. He was yeah. on the sideline. He's still in the NFL, by the way. I don't even remember who it was. I, the name will come to me at some point, and I'll blurt it out, and nobody will know. <laughs> It'll be completely out of context. Um, <laughs> uh, Devon Kennard. Oh, okay. He's. I didn't know he was still in the league. He is. Yeah. He's still in, in the league. And uh, so Corona stopped him at the goal line on fourth and one, and – you know, Zachary came running to the sideline and they were all excited and his teammates and they were all hugging and all this kind of stuff. They just basically won the game. And he just looked up at me and pointed. And I stood up and that's cool. Pointed at him. And sharing that moment was amazing. 
Yeah. I was very happy. Yeah, those moments of of that kind of happiness where you're moved, maybe you cry. It's they're they're so emotional. You know, right. it's it's to say you're happy is just a gross understatement, right? You're, it's not doesn't encapsulate it. You're you're more than happy. You're 100 percent. You know, connected with another person in their achievement or happiness or what you know whatever it is. It's a it's a pretty special thing. Absolutely. And it can be infectious. And especially if you're in a group of people, because mine comes from, um, you know, I mean, obviously. Before you go into oh. yours, I have, I have one more because oh. this is my rambling night, by the yeah. way. No, of course. And, Don't forget it. <laughs> and I haven't, I haven't drank as much as I probably should. Right. Uh, can fix but that. I'm going to work on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the, the other really joyful, uh, night for me was we, uh, had gone up to Vegas to watch Alex play hockey. Okay. And Adam and I went out and we were on uh, Fremont Street mm. and wandering around. We were staying at the Golden Nugget and we just started talking about everything. Like and you do. Were you guys on mushrooms? No, we were on rum runners, I think. <laughs> Um, or yeah, yes, good. some kind of rum drink, uh, walking up and down Fremont street. And I was having one of those nights mm-hmm. and Joe, you've been there when I have one of those nights. Oh, I, I just, the money was just <laughs> pouring in. Yeah. I was hitting, I think I probably hit, I don't know what, 24 of a kind Lord, and a Royal a and a Royal. Uh, of course it was sickening. And, but the, the depth of the conversation that we had of, everything that I had in my head and everything that Adam had in his head and just wandering up and down and we didn't have to worry about money because they just kept (laughs) handing it to me. Croupiers from every angle. Oh, and and, and the funniest thing was towards the end of the night, uh, I got to the point where if I got three of a kind dealt to me, you know, I just, it was going to be four of a kind. Right. And I was, we were sitting at this little machine and one of the dumpy, Fremont Street casinos and uh, I had three of a kind dealt to me and I looked at Adam and pushed the button for the you mm-hmm. know and uh, he just got up and walked away disappeared. <laughs> he, I knew it was four of a kind he knew he hit it because of my reaction <laughs> but the depth of the conversation that we had that night it was everything and it was just the two of us wandering up and down Fremont Street um, I'm pretty sure at one point in time we were both bawling yeah. Crying. Oh, oh, nice. In the middle of Fremont Street, like there were yeah, there a world were, around us and we didn't care. There was no filters. Yeah. You know? And that that rivaled that that football game as far as a, a true sense of happiness, of of knowing that you've experienced something that is unique, a connection. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it was Zachary pointing up at me, knowing that I was in the stands and he had just done something he felt very proud of or, or Adam just sharing with me a night that was wonderful. You know, that's to me the definition of happiness. Well, I'm really glad that that story involved Adam after you cut him off like that. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> well, I well, had to, I had to because I, <laughs> cause if it would have been another story about Zachary, <laughs> that's why. Uh, well, no, I mean, obviously besides that night, you know, the happiest. <laughs> sure. Plus I knew it wasn't going to be his yeah. <laughs> what really made him happy. Um, no, so I was saying is that like, it can be infectious. It can be, you know, like just the people around you in the moment, you know, going to Barbados or even I've been to Europe and, you know, seen a lot of really cool things. And those were, I was extremely happy in those times just to see something that cool or to be in those, those places. Um, but I would say that the happiest like moment or one of the happiest moments of my life has been watching a football game at Autzen stadium Mm. and being in like in, when I was in college, you know, knowing a lot of people that were going there, um, I was going to community college nearby, but I snuck into the student section with everybody and just, the roar being a part of that like one unit, you know, and just mm. seeing that, I think the, the game I'm, I'm remembering was against Oregon state and it was back and forth. It ended up being like 40 something to 40 something at the end. And, um, it was, it was incredible. Um, but that, that just like the feeling of just yelling and screaming the whole time and just jumping up and down with everybody. It was, 
really, really fun. And yeah, and you s- you don't happy. really remember the score that well, and you didn't even say who, if the Ducks won. I'm assuming they did, but like that's not the point, right? You, right. The point was you were there sharing. Yeah, that's that's super fun. So fun, right? Where does fun fall in in happy and happiness? And is it just as nebulous as happy? Fun, probably, right? It's probably hard is hard to pin down what exactly that means, right? Well, right is is fun happiness? Is happiness fun? It's like it's <laughs> is like, it the transitive property? It's like a square rectangle kind of <laughs> conversation, you know? Like I think that fun isn't happiness, but a triangle can fit inside a square. In circles around. A, a right triangle. Yeah. Well, in any triangle that's much, much smaller. smaller yeah. <laughs> we weren't meant to look that deeply into that comment. It this was wasn't a geometry thing? I thought yeah. we were shifting gears. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay. Math used to make me happy when I was a student. Yeah. So this one was uh, was phoned in, this question, from okay. a friend. Nice. So, okay. I, you know, don't judge me on this one. Well, um, and let's just take a quick second to let the listeners know. You, too, can... Fo- oh, no. There's no phone. There's there. no phone. Well, if they call in, uh, the number is 555. <laughs> um, how do you make yourself happy? Well, wow. it's none of your damn business. And <laughs> yeah. Thank you to stay out of my personal affairs. Someone. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, I'm not sure who this came from. It was anonymous. Anonymous. Um, anonymous okay. phone in. Uh, I like to, when I, like all alone, n- none of the stuff we've already talked about, I guess it's happy. I'm happy if I'm just kind of vegged out playing a video game. Right? Yeah. That's pretty fun. Uh, again, fun is fun happy. If fun's happy, then I like that. And that doesn't involve any of the other stuff, right? There's no accomplishment there. There's no purpose there. No, right. There's it's, no meaning there. It's there's almost that. like eliminating everything and being in a world that, like, there's no pressure. Yeah, it's pure distraction. Yeah. And it's and I do enjoy that. And I don't, and I've so far maintained in my life, for the most part, the ability to do that without feeling any kind of guilt or pressure to not do it, frankly. But I don't do it a lot. You know, I'm not. Yeah. But, man, <laughs> when Zelda... Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. Ooh, forget about it. Watch out. Yeah. I'm calling in won't sick. see me for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. It's come down with COVID right then. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 10 days. Oh, how many people used COVID to just play oh, like geez. so many games? <laughs> yeah. Boy, that'll be a podcast at some point, I guess. Yeah, for real. Um, how do you make yeah. yourself happy? You know, I, I think that there are certain certain places you can go to kind of take your mind off of things. Okay. Uh, I know as the summer starts wearing on, I love going up to Oak Creek and just putting my feet in the water, you know, just being, you know, like you were saying, Joe, earlier in nature. In nature, it's obviously very much more comfortable up there at that time. So, that's, yeah, you know, the heat wears on, you, you know, so, you know, you, you get happy. to the end of August, um, you know, going up there and and just sitting at that point and allowing you know, the place that I go, you know, there's always a breeze and the breeze comes up the, the creek and you can see it in the trees. And so for the international listeners, we are currently in the Phoenix metro area, which yeah. is the surface of the sun, basically. In can the summertime. be, absolutely. And Oak Creek is up north, up uh, in the Prescott, Sedona, Cottonwood. It's up straight north of Phoenix, so, yeah, between here it, and Flagstaff. It's about... Yeah, 90 miles. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It's a canyon, and it's, and it's woods, and it's all the things that the valley is not. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I guess always water. Yeah. I've enjoyed water. So that's the water that you can really get to from here. Besides you know, getting into a pool somewhere. But even then, it's not. It's, it's different. It's totally different. Oh, of course, yeah. Pools are nice. Yeah, I wish I had one. <laughs> Thanks for you know okay so i forget what i was saying you were saying oak creek oak and, creek yeah going up and oh, i know i was water. just trying to, to deflect and let somebody else start talking oh because that was a terrible segue <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh-uh. <laughs> I, you well, know it's good for, to know i haven't lost my touch <laughs> making myself happy i you know it i agree with joe you know when it comes down to it do. Um, coming, being able to like, just shut myself into a world, you know, I've been very happy just kind of focusing on, I guess the littlest bit possible, right. Just like within that world that I'm in. Um, but I definitely agree that, you know, going places is, 
and being in a certain environment, you know, can make me happy, you know, can make anyone happy just changing it up like that. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's anything that you do that I think you choose to do and you execute it mostly the way you, you envisioned, I think you're going to end up being satisfied and maybe that's a, a better version of happy, right? Right. All right. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the ringing endorsement of that concept. (laughs) Yeah, we'll agree with it. Steve's really buying into my insight here. I've just been hammered every time I talk with, well, rightfully so, too, because I've just been rambling ridiculous comments. That's okay. That's usually my job. The ocean. Yeah, the waves. Tides. You know, another thing that's really, you know, camping, we're going to go camping in September. We're yeah. taking the, you know, the family and the grandkids. And and uh, one of the things that's really just mesmerizing is sitting by the an open fire. Campfire. A campfire. Yes. Campfire rivals the ocean, maybe. It really does. That's what made me think yeah. of that is, you know, the waves and just yeah. you know, watching that, that, you know, constant uh, attack of the beach that waves make. And... Uh, but sitting around the campfire because you don't have the distractions of TV and yeah. all the things that everybody lives with now, video games and screens. Watching things burn makes me happy. Does that make me a pyromaniac? <laughs> yeah, that's totally normal. It really does. That's kind of the definition. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I hear you saying, I mean, Steve. But I don't, well, exactly. I don't necessarily but, uh, do it all I, the time. I, I didn't just... say things. You know, I was talking about a campfire. He wants to burn things. Just, just random anything come on whatever's around the fire bushes trees houses cars sure it's just interesting gotcha yeah yeah there is a definite line between what i was talking about (laughs) and And pyromania pyromania. yeah yeah that that adam went to so we're gonna keep matches away from him now you know the other thing that comes with camping that's also in that same realm is this is the night sky when you're out there and it, you've got a, especially in a new moon or a, or a, you know, a dark, you know, moon ish, not a full moon. Right. But even with a full moon, because it's so different than here, but a new moon night sky, the stars are unbelievable. How many, how bright. And it's just, a, it's like the ocean. It, again, it's like, it's such a perspective shift. Hey. Hey. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> that was, that wasn't even on purpose. I like it. But it's such one of the things that can help make you happy or, you know, maybe to your earlier question, break you out of being unhappy is a perspective shift, right? You got to step back, gain a little bit. There we go. <laughs> make get, your point pretty soon because yeah. I'm getting drunk. <laughs> That's the whole point of this, this rant that I'm on, this jag. Okay, then keep going. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, if you can get a different look at things. You know, obviously that's not, again, not breaking new psychological ground here, but it's very good to kind of step back and look at things from a a wider angle, so to speak. Well, there's such a different view when you're up, you know, away from a city. We're all trying not to say perspective now. Perspective. There we go. Okay. I'm going to need a new drink here in a minute. Mm -hmm. Different looking at things. Me too. Way to perceive. (laughs) But, uh, you know, especially the Flagstaff area, you know, there's just no lights. So the sky becomes uh, very dynamic with the number of stars you can actually see. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you just, it's something I did in my childhood growing up in a rural area, you know, the night sky, like you were talking about the beach earlier, it was something I took for granted. It just was, I didn't know anything different, even though it wasn't as big as it is here, the sky in general, because we had trees, but you know, here it's the city. So you don't get all the stars and to look up is neat, but eh, there's only a few stars up there and then there's a plane and you know, exactly. There's the moon and there's the, the big dipper and five other stars. And yeah. Time to go in. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, and we've done the, the apps that are, you can point at the sky and it'll show you what things are what, but I love those. They're really cool, but they're not super cool. If they're, if there's <laughs> they're only worse, the, they're worthless down here. Yeah, yeah. You get through it pretty fast and you're like, Oh, I guess we've exhausted the stars, the which five, the five stars that are visible. <laughs> well, that's it for the Milky way. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but night sky is, is a mind bender if you allow it. Yeah. That eclipse was pretty cool the other night. It was, we watched it that was, that was neat. I'm going to ask this next one, then I'm going to go get us some drinks. What food makes you happy? The, the, uh, when I walked in, Adam was eating a giant bowl of cheesy pasta of yeah. some sort. 
I think that's my answer. Pasta-roni. <laughs> Cheesy pasta. Yeah. I have many, of course. For me, which I think I was cursed with this. How long are we? Oh, uh, I don't actually know. Oh, yeah, I do. We're at 49. Okay, cool. For me, you know, I've always loved pancakes. And when I was a kid, that's really all I ever wanted. And, of course, refer to the donut episode. Love donuts and pastries, and that's kind of, I guess, why I look like I do. <laughs> um, you know, why couldn't it be rice and <laughs> broccoli you know, broccoli and S- skinless chicken? <laughs> yeah, skinless chicken breasts and, and flavorless food. But it, it's not. So what food makes me the happiest? Oh, I, c- I can go to a place. Food shared. Oh, look at you. Look at that. There's a big hug to the world. Buca de Beppo. <laughs> you <what> know, <laughs> it's, it, it's like this, you know, earlier, before we started uh, the podcast, we were talking about it. There's a taco stand over by uh, where Zachary and I live. And we just love going there. But we love even more going there and bringing people. Yeah. That's always been your move. You're, and you're sharing it. Yeah, your thing is, I found this great place to eat, and you have to come with me. Yeah. Is that wrong? No. No, it's the most okay. right thing ever. That. What else are you going to do? Just sit there and hoard it for yourself? That yeah, you? you know, I just that does. That's. I mean, if you want the place to stick around, then well, you're going to try to get more people there. Yeah, beyond the practical reasons. To it's, just, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not really that. It's, it's well, sharing no, something I'm, that you found. Well, why did you say it then, if you didn't mean that? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying that that is obviously oh. one other reason. Like, I'm not saying that's the only reason or the most important some, reason. Some might call that a justification. It seemed like you guys yeah. were already hitting all the other notes. So I was just feeling <laughs> Okay, so you wanted, to, you wanted to throw a negative out there. I wanted okay. to make sure everyone's seeing the full picture. <laughs> Practically speaking, yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot, Adam. It's probably because you want them to make a bigger profit and and are able to maybe go national. Oh man! Uh, and then we go down that whole road, and before you know it, you've got a Dunkin' Donuts, and it's over. Yeah. So it, now it's it, not it, even about the food; it's about the people, though. That yes. You bring. It's always about it's, the people. Yeah, it's about sharing. You know, when you find something, and and you're right, uh, Joe. That that has kind of been my move. It's when I I love finding places or researching and you know sharing that yeah and I mean, sharing the experience it's everybody's move to a certain point like if oh you, sure now oh there you go <laughs> take it away if you find something good and you share it you know that's not new but you do seem like you go the extra mile to find places and then yeah, i do and then once you do you spread the word amongst your friends and family as aggressively and quickly as you possibly can it's, it's almost <laughs> more important than me enjoying it yeah I get that. I get that you from know, you. That's true. It's, it is. It's more important than having a place that I enjoy. It's the sharing of it. That, well, and it helps you I, realize you're not crazy. It makes too. me happy. It's like, I love this. It's noble. Do you love it? Because I think it's the best thing I've ever eaten. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it totally is. All right, good. I'm not crazy. So you're aware of the slippage <laughs> that I'm experiencing. And, uh, yeah. I don't know if I was aware. I assumed. This, well, everybody assumes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it just it's it's one of those things, I guess that that uh, yeah, I'm not crazy yet. I'm not senile yet because what I like, they like. Everybody, confirmation, it validation. Gr- it grounds me. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Thanks for making it about me. <laughs> All right. Good job. Uh, yeah. Good job, Adam. Thanks. What food makes you happy, Adam? We. Uh, the food that makes me happy is the food that uh, fills me up. Um, you know, it's good answer. That's that's deep, man. (laughs) Uh, you know, it, it, it changes. It's, it's the food that I want at the time. You know, it's like, it's like you get cravings, you know, that's, what's going to make me the happiest in that moment. Like you can just eat for substance, but you know, I eat things that I like this sustenance. Yep. That's a tricky one. I only recently learned it. Oh yeah. Well, I appreciate you for correcting me instead of just laughing. Well, substance, it's, (laughs) You can go there, but sustenance is nutrition. Yeah. Okay. It, it keeps you alive. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yes. Sustenance. Yep. Nice. Nailed yeah. it. Ooh. I'm working on it. As long as it looks like pizza. Right. No. Yeah. No, that's... Well, then it has the most nutritional value at that point. Yeah. Um. So, that that to me is like... It's just, you know, what what I'm craving at the time. I, you know... That's... Just so you know, that's the right answer, frankly. Yeah. 
You're right. Yeah. It always changes. Yeah. It See, doesn't for me. I can always eat pancakes. Well, it doesn't matter what you're eating. Or it's who you're eating it with. I mean, the other... Well, except for pancakes and donuts. I don't give a shit who's around at that point. <laughs> I guess the other version <laughs> Sorry, of this... Alex. Sorry, Alex. This, the other version of this question is, what's your favorite food? Yeah. Yeah, but that becomes boring. You know, that's <laughs> no, another... But it doesn't, I think we've already, already done, done that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. So the next one actually was also phoned in by a friend. Oh, wait a second. My, the real, real answer is dark chocolate. Because it, it actually technically raises endorphin levels. So that will make you happier. Technically speaking, yes. Okay. I hate dark chocolate. Well, <laughs> I'm maybe, a milk chocolate guy. Well, if you ate more dark chocolate, you'd be happier. I think, okay. I think right. maybe red wine is in there too. Some, no, some yeah, right. Facts, uh, oysters. Yeah, yep. Oh, that's aphrodisiacs actually. And you don't allow yourself to have either one of those, do you? I eat dark chocolate still a little bit. Do you? Yeah. Not a lot. Just a little. A little bit. No red wine. Really? Just no. when he's feeling Joe down. just never wants to be he that just happy. needs a little pick-me-up, you know? <laughs> he's, he's better off. That's why he waited 10 years to marry Butterfly. He likes to be that yeah. angst. Yes. Yeah. You know? That you got to build it up. Not truly happy. Um, okay. So the next one also was phoned in by a friend. Okay. Okay. Anonymous as well. Um, and this one is, are superheroes generally happy? Oh, right. Right. See, now that... That's a question for all time, you know. Um, I mean, that's the... I would say no. That's the Spider-Man specifically question, right? Like, isn't that... Don't they explicitly say that in at least the early Spider-Man comics and maybe even the movies? Because he can't have Mary Jane. Right. His responsibilities There's too too much responsibility on their shoulders that they can't have all the things that would make them happy. Right. It's not about them. It's about humanity. We just went last week and saw the new Doctor Strange. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Oh, good for you. We saw it before you. Well, I'm just saying, go ahead and feel free to talk about it. You're not going to ruin it for me. But he's not happy <laughs> in any of the universes. Yeah, no. No, he, well, it's because it's Benedict Cumberbatch, and he's a miserable bastard. So yeah, and he plays that a, role very he's, well. He's but a wonderful, miserable bastard. He's the best I've seen in maybe ever. <laughs> but really, you look at all of them. They're all tortured souls. Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know who phoned this in, but what a ridiculous question. I of mean, course they're not happy. I'm trying to think. So if there was going to be, uh, if a superhero was happy, if, if it, right. who would it be? What Which would, one? What would the makeup mean for them? Like talk about them before saying their name and maybe that'll help us narrow them yeah, down. Yeah, I don't know. So someone that, that, that prioritizes, you know, the, the, the safety of the world over their own like love and their own, you know, like, so it'd have to be. Like someone that doesn't have mm. feelings and love and that kind of, but then why are they caring about? Yeah, then they whatever? wouldn't. Then it's irrelevant. Then, then they don't even have happiness. Yeah. No, then they're not going to be. No, happy. I don't think any of them are. None, none of this makes sense. Are, are happy? We went down a, a dark path with this. The one that are we seems, all turning into villains now? Apparently, uh, the one that seems the happiest simply because of his demeanor. Yeah, is the one in the red suit. Spider Man. No, the other one in the red suit. Shazam. Wow. Deadpool? Yeah. (laughs) But that says more about the actor playing him. Yeah. Because he's fun and funny. Yeah. yeah, And less about the actual. It does it does seem like, you know, even in all of his misery, Deadpool is is having a good time. So I mean until I'll take that answer. Until Endgame, I would have said Thor, but then he has a pretty rough go there. Yeah. yeah. They made on, sure everybody had a rough yeah. go at that point. He took on that whole not beating Thanos thing pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, wake up. <laughs> we watched it again the other night, uh, Tay and I did. Was, uh, I am thoroughly, when it was after we had seen Doctor Strange, the new one. Man, I'm so impressed with that run of leading up to Endgame of Marvel movies. Yeah. And since then, they've been a little hit and miss for me. But. Man, especially Endgame. That yeah. was I, every time I see it, which is about the third or fourth time now, I'm more impressed. So good. Yeah, makes me very happy. Truly, and I, you know, some, you know, for me, I would say to that 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 movie became so great because of the moments that were created by all the other movies. Absolutely. So, so I almost feel like at this point, it's like the the build up to those you know movies where they can kind of. You know, answer all the questions. It completely justified the mediocre installments that came before it, for sure. (laughs) Yes. All right. All right. Next question is, and this is serious, okay? All right. I'm ready. 
What color do you think about when I say happy? Blue. Why? Ironically. Uh, a light blue. I don't know. It's just what popped into my head. I thought it was one of those quick answer Rorschach type questions. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, it's funny. It's fun to think deeper into simple questions. Sure. All right. So no, it's I, not. No. <laughs> um, Steve. Green. Steve's got his uh, green. green and yellow improv green skills. And on yellow. Point. Green and yellow for the ducks. The ducks. Kelly, yeah. Kelly green and gold is what I've been told or something like that. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, for what the ducks yeah i don't know Somebody. no there's no gold involved it's yellow yeah. and it's not kelly green i saw it sorry i brought it up yeah, no kidding was... jeez i thought you'd been Just around stick to the soundboard man blue <laughs> blue huh? one of my favorite t-shirts and one thing i think that is missing now and i don't know who is doing this thank you thank you very much thank you no stop stop okay um is that there were a group of U of O students back, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago that came up with a lot of the slogans that they put on duck t-shirts. Yeah. And one of my favorites was the, you know, the, the throwing the O. Right. You know, with your hands. And it was yellow. Yeah. Right. So yellow. Right. And it was a yellow t-shirt. Right. Now that is classic. That's yeah. fantastic. Oh, I get it. Yell. Oh. oh, but it's also the color. The color. The color, hence oh. the yellow T-shirt. But H- you, but, hence happy. But you yell. But you yell. Oh. Oh. But you exactly with your hands. Oh, you yell with your woo. All right, I'm out. You throw with your hands. You yell with your voice. So voice. And, and okay, and and here's what really annoys me right now, and I think we're coming down on kind of. We're going to end this sure. hopefully. Um, up to you <laughs> is now now these other universities like utah does the u right they never did the u before the well, o i thought there was didn't miami do the u well before? miami is the u i don't know they that are, they ever did a hand symbol for it nobody or, did hand signals mm. before the o at least can not we, in my world can we look that up can we confirm that no can somebody get no on i've just i've said it <laughs> okay do we have time for two or one more question? Uh, probably one, at least. One, yeah. Okay, one question, and this is probably the best one. Um, well, actually, there was a good one on the back, but we're not going to get to that one. Hey, well, we can do whatever we want. Okay. I just, I, well, this one, we try to keep it at an hour, but... Yeah. We'll, we'll see how we feel after this one right here, okay? Okay. So on a scale from one to ten, how great is happy? Oh, my God. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> how great. It's it got to be an 11, right? As a shout out to uh, Spinal Tap. Sure. Yeah. I don't know how else to answer that. Isn't happy the pinnacle? I guess so. I mean, I don't know. Unless so we're, we were unable to really define or identify what happy is. Right. We spent an hour meandering through all kinds of weird concepts. Oh, but now we're gonna us. now we're gonna put a numeric value. Yeah, on we're gonna it. quantify it right now. Okay, so <laughs> since we can't define it, I would say happy is ten. Yeah, no, that's no 11, doubt. Ten. I'm right there with you guys. I don't see how it isn't anything but that. I'm yeah. so. I'm sorry that it happened. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that question. <laughs> okay, maybe we do have time for yeah. This yeah, we do. We definitely, we can't end with that. I may actually cut that all out. Yeah, we're just yeah, we're, <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of pissed off people. Go um, okay. Uh, so this one, you know, uh, dad, you touched on it just slightly earlier. Um, but, uh, I touched on almost everything earlier. Yeah, this is oh, true. Boy. We did. Go ahead. Come on. Come meander. on. Come on. How, <laughs> how does, how does happy change over time? You mean like over the course of your life or over the course of, uh, history or both either? I would consider them the same, sir. <laughs> well, I don't think for hap- your dad, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think happy changes. I think what makes you happy changes. Right. I think that, see, these are the questions that are going to help us answer the final question. What okay. does it mean? Okay. What does it mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's things in your life that, that make you happy and then don't. And Deep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. It's in the moment, and I think that's one of the things we mentioned earlier, is that happiness is more in the moment than it is a plan. There are some things that happen that you don't expect that, uh, you know, I think that the things that have made me the happiest have been things that I have not anticipated. I haven't gone after it, you know, 
the pursuit. Sometimes the pursuit of happiness seems to, once you achieve it, it falls a little short. I think that, that in the moment when things that you don't expect happen brings you the most joy, you know, the most happiness, where somebody does something for you that's out of the ordinary, that's nice, that's without any kind of, of reciprocation expected, just here, you know, I just did this. The random act of kindness. Exactly. Yeah. And whether it's a family member or whether it's a stranger or whether it's a, a partner, you know, it just, it's, it's unexpected and just happens in the moment. To me, those are the, the best. And it's nice when it's a restorative thing, uh, it being your faith in humanity, that type of thing. Like when it's a stranger in particular and something you, it's unexpected and you're like, Oh my gosh, yeah. maybe the world's not so bad. You know, those are always nice. Those yeah. re restoring your faith in humanity things. The opportunity to do something that is unexpected. Yeah. I have a couple of examples, and I'm not going <laughs> to... It's killing you not to elaborate? I can it, see it, that? It absolutely is. <laughs> well, again, it's your podcast. Do whatever the hell you want. Well, it's not called the Johnson take. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would, you know... I would, you know, kind of touching on, on that is like, you know, you know, as a kid, you know, it is, uh, it's almost like ignorance is bliss. You know, you don't really understand. You just can be happy. You're sad. You're just feeling a certain way. I think then as you become an adult, the pursuit of happiness becomes alive and real. And you're almost looking for maybe, you know, the stereotypical life that you want to live or what is in your mind of what you're trying to achieve. And then eventually you end up getting to a spot in your life where you're reflecting and you're looking at, you know, the things that you've done or things that you're doing and, it, and you see it in a different light and, and the, it, it becomes a different form of happiness or a different thing that's, that's making you happiness. So when it comes to like what's changing over time is our perception of happiness and what it is that we're, you know, how we're, how we cope with, you know, what's happening and just are able to see it, I guess, with what's happening in our life, you know, it just always changes because what's important to us at that time changes based on what we've learned in life and our life lessons. It's the smartest thing you've ever said. Yeah. And you didn't even drink during it. Well, what did he say? Perspective? Well, he said perception. Uh, so that doesn't count. Well, you said perspective and that's oh, what matters that, to me. Sucker Jew. Oh, sucker Jew. Right into that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> have anything left. All right. Well, that was uh, that was our podcast on happiness, guys. Oh, and if you, you want to know the two things I was thinking of, just yeah. write into the to the podcast, and I'll uh, I have them in written form, and I'll send them out to you. Well, you know what the rage is nowadays is you do what you do is you do a uh, a Patreon version, which is you put part of your podcast behind a paywall, and you have subscribers. Ooh, and you save things like that for the Patreon. <laughs> That would be wonderful if we even had <laughs> listeners. Let's do that. And you know what, guys? It is that. We're doing that. So putting things behind a wall for making people pay, we can't even get them to listen to us for free. So, But all of you that want to pay, it is there. And let us know. Is it? It yeah. will be. If you tell <laughs> all, us you want All it. dollars are accepted <laughs> since Amazon threw us away. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel happier, that's for sure. Thanks, like, guys. Likewise. <laughs> oh, yes. That, this, this was happiness. For sure. And if you guys want it, you know, there'll be more perspectives later. Mama said that I don't gotta be part of the world to truly love. Pray for a difficult life to live and rise above it. This is the time I'm at. So this be tasted. So let's do everything we can before one day. Good ones of today Point them out to me so I can come and join their reign 
We'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change. We'll want to understand this progression we have at hand. Humanity is killing wheat for this we will not stand. I said let's progress in good contest. Make conference then love our best. Our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high. Crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines. Our love that makes no sense. We who spend love at no expense. We are a force of passion. Create a new faction. Taking action. Working hard just for the satisfactions. With the abilities to shine so bright that others want to fight. Because our light is in their eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the skies. Don't remain mystified by their lies. Can't trust us, but we will teach you how to be true. Teach you how to speak the truth, but we stand here.